What's up and welcome to the Single Player Experience. I'm your host Sebastian Malden and today we are talking about the best sports games of 2022. I say we because for a task this damn big I had to call in the big guns. That's right, I have a special guest. It's Reggie Johnson joining the show today. Reggie is the host of two sports-centric podcasts, Reg and an ATL podcast, and Just the Stats podcast. He's also a lifelong gamer, especially when it comes to the sports games genre, so he knows his stuff. And in this episode, he and I are going to give you two awards, our two big awards for the sports games of the year. These awards are the Most Improved Sports Game Award and the MVP Award that goes to the Best Sports Game of 2022. And he and I are going to do all this right after the intro. This is the Single Player Experience, the podcast that helps single player gamers manage their video game backlog. I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and my main quest is to help you manage your ever-growing video game backlog by letting you know which single player games are worth your time and money so that you can have the best single player experience. Now, without further ado, let's start the show. DJ, cut the beat. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me today, like I said in the intro, we have a very special guest with us. He is the host of Reg in the ATL podcast. He's the host of the Just the Stats podcast. He is the one, the only, Reggie Johnson. <laughs> Reggie, how you doing today? That was an amazing introduction right there, man. I feel like I should just record that and just play it back for myself on a daily basis. Man, if you want to, I'll, I'll give you a snippet. You can do just that. <laughs> <laughs> Very happy to be here. Very happy to talk some gaming, man. Man, glad to have you here. So for the people who may not know you, can you introduce yourself to the audience? Sure. Uh, Reggie Johnson from Atlanta. Do a show called Reg and ATL. I've been doing for years. We did a, a radio show in Mississippi called Tech Talk before that. And that was about 2015-ish or so. And that's about it, man. Avid gamer, fellow nerd, man. You know, lo- love doing this show. Yeah, man. Glad to have you here. So what's your top five games of all time? I got to ask you. Top five games put of you on all the spot, time. On the spot, man. You know, I feel like we've had this discussion before. And, you know, the, it's hard question for me because the way that I answer it, it might not be that game specifically, mm-hmm. more so than what that game sparked. And I think we talked about that with GTA 3 when I put GTA 3 on my list. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'd rather play GTA 3 than GTA 5. But there is no GTA 5 without GTA 3. That makes you know sense. what I mean? So it's kind of like... I put those on my list. God of War. God of War, I can probably put on there twice. I'll probably put the God of Wars that were in the PlayStation days on Mm -hmm. there because those were amazing. Like the first God of War, that was amazing stuff. Then I can go to the 2018 iteration of God of War because it was like a reinvention. You know what I mean? It wasn't the God of War that we were used to. And that that kind of sparks the God of Wars that we're on currently. So I definitely like to put that in there. Final Fantasy VII. Love Final Fantasy VII. But... In that same vein, if I was just keeping with the theme, I would probably put Final Fantasy 3. Oh, okay. I'd say Final Fantasy 3 in there because that one was amazing. That was an amazing game. I think yeah, three, you got so... like two God of Wars, GTA 3, and Final Fantasy 3. So I think that's four. Okay. So let me see because I know there's another one lurking in there, man. But there's so many, bro. Like, where do I so go from here? With, yeah. There's so many because I can go to any of the Bioware games. I can go to any of the Bethesda games, mm-hmm. like any of the From Software games. Like, these are games that I I play a lot of these franchises of games. You know, it's so hard. So let me go ahead and put FromSoft in there because I just love FromSoft, as we've talked about before. And uh, let me go with, am I going to go Dark Souls here? Am I going to go Dark Souls? I think I am going to go Dark Souls here. Okay. I'm going to do okay. that. That's I think a good I'm going to do that. Only because I just love FromSoft so much. And that spark. Bloodborne, Elden Ring, all these Demon other Souls. Games. I just love Demon Sekiro. Souls. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny because Demon Souls was out before Dark Souls, but I never played Demon Souls until mm-hmm. the, the reboot on the, the oh, PS5. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Very you happy to it? run through that. Oh, yes. Amazing. Amazing game. Because then at that time, the PS5 was so hard to find. I had a pre-order. I was playing it. It was so mm-hmm. early. And it just felt like everything felt right with the world right then, Sebastian. Everything felt right, you know? I understand. So I think I, I would add that. I understand. I felt like an MVP having that, like, having the PS5 so early. I was just like, sure. man. <laughs> <laughs> it felt special, didn't it? Like, you yeah. see your friends, people would set up like five phones, a laptop, a tablet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see them in their war rooms trying to get it. And you're, I had the pre-order. I felt like a chosen one stuff uh, right there, Sebastian. You know? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So, 
let's talk about before we get to the topic of the show. I got one question I gotta ask you. So mm-hmm. we're nearing the end of 2022. As of the recording, we just had Thanksgiving. We just had Black Friday. So just to give you listeners some time to frame when we're actually recording this. So it's time to talk about some game of the year topics, you know? So let's dive into some game of the year juiciness. So Reggie, what is your current game of the year so far? I think they previously mentioned Elden Ring, man. I I have to go with Elden Ring. So to me, this was a three-legged race, okay? Mm -hmm. So you had Elden Ring, Horizon, and God of War. And I I should probably put them in, in that in a different order. I would say Elden Ring, God of War, I would be silent for two minutes and then say Horizon because that's how far I feel like Horizon is from the first two. I feel like this is really, I said three because I feel like the three are going to get mentioned, mm-hmm. but I really feel like this is a two-person race. This is really just God of War and Elden Ring, in my I, opinion. It's yeah, going to be rioting if one of those games does not get Game of the Year. I think it should definitely be one of the two. I'm going to go with Elden Ring, but I have to admit my partiality to FromSoft games. Like mm-hmm. I, I love FromSoft. So this is, I don't know if this would have been a fair fight but I will tell you from a God of War perspective, God of War has been around longer in my life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like God of War has been around since I don't know when the first God of War came out. So God of War has been around for that amount of time versus FromSoft. I didn't really start playing Dark Souls. I've only been playing that for maybe like five, six years, maybe seven, okay. seven years or so mm-hmm. right around there. Okay. So Elder Ring game of the year for you so far. I think it's going to be game. I, I think so, man. If I'm going to take my impartiality out of this and just look at the two games, and I'm still playing through God of War, so we need spoilers. People know I hate spoilers anyway. No, never any spoilers at any show that I will ever be on. Okay, okay. So, so I will tell you. free conversations. Yeah. Spoiler-free conversation. So the difference between the two, I think, is the level of in-depthness, I would say. So when you're playing an Elden Ring game, and that, this can be the difference, but that can harm you also. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just want to pick up a game and kill stuff. Like you don't want true. to have to go inventory management all the time, trying to figure out your build, what you're gonna you're gonna be a mage build, you're gonna be a spell sword. You don't have to figure all that out with God of War. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's ready to go out the box, man. It's like plug and play. You put that thing in, you're you're off to the races. And it has RPG elements, you know, an action game with RPG elements. Whereas Elden Ring is an RPG game in from software's vein very different from like a final fantasy rpg mm-hmm. but it's an rpg and it has all the from software stuff if you're used to playing from software games you're going to see all of it in elden ring and, sure. and it's expanded i feel like so i do love the fact that you do have that extra stuff going on in elden ring but it might not be for everybody it's such a hard game to recommend from software games in general i think elden ring sebastian is the easiest one of all the from software games to recommend is mm-hmm. elden ring I think it was the most super accessible. hard, yeah, yeah. more successful. A- absolutely. But if I had to, this is going to sound crazy because I definitely feel like Elden Ring is going to be game of the year. But if I had to recommend one or the other, I would have to ask the person, what are they into? Like, yeah, we're, it, sure. it's a question that has nuance. It's not as easy as just like, oh, well, we'll have God of War and that'll be perfect for you. Or you should play Elden Ring and it'll be perfect for you. You know, you might play Elden Ring, get destroyed in, a, in about five to ten minutes and never put it pick it up again yeah this game is just way too it's not for me so i would say god of war is quite easily more easily recommendable for me to be honest. i think you have a lot of good arguments there like for me i i'm leaning more towards god of war but i think they're on the same level i think they're both 10 out of 10 kind of games i just yes you know i do Agreed. think it is about personal preference and i also think it's about like the accessibility of like the availability aspect of it too more people were able to play Elden Ring because it's on mo- both major Multiple consoles, consoles and, yeah, for sure. versus God of War being a like PlayStation exclusive. So, and I also think like if you are into stories, like a true like narrative journey and such like that, like it's not even like a competition at that point because God of War is the one that like is that f- fulfilling narrative quest versus Elden sure. Ring where you like the game has a narrative there, but it's more so about the you living the adventure. More it's so the than adventure playing out versus yeah. the story. And I, I 100% agree with you because Elden and Elden Ring, for people who play FromSoft games will know, is the most story you've got in any FromSoft game. FromSoft is not strong. It's more strong on the gameplay mm-hmm. than it is on the story. Sometimes those things were glorified PowerPoints. You know what I mean? They put a flash screen up there for you. You can just look at the screen, splash screen, look at it. Okay, this is the story, whatever. You go on. Yeah, Elden and Ring that does have that scenes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where you're kind of piecing it together, right? You're mm-hmm. on, your, on your own throughout your journey. Whereas God of War is definitely more of like the guided journey, the Disney ride that you get in and it kind of just takes you around the story. You know what I mean? For sure. 
And then, like, I have a, such an emotional attachment to all these characters because they, they created that for God of War. Like, they create those, like, moments to where you, all these characters feel like they're livable, like, real breathing characters that you kind of, like, get to know and get to, like, really experience a, a real journey with or you get to evolve with. And Elden Ring has moments to where, like, you have the exploration aspect of, like, I've never seen that in a video game before or, like, that thing came out of nowhere. Like it has moments to where you always remember it. You're like, Oh, I'll always remember the first time I fought mom was in a market to fall in versus, yeah. you know, so, and like, I'll always remember like beating him for the first time. So it's like, man, it feels like an accomplishment of those from software games. Man, it I'm does. <laughs> it does. So I, I do think you're right though. I do think the game of the year conversation is a two headed dragon of like, this powerhouse versus this powerhouse and i think god of war and elder ring are the only like real viable options there but shout outs to all the other games that that you know made the list but i don't think there's even I think like, stray was under where stray on there yeah i think the i think it's so it's xenoblade plague tale stray horizon elder ring and god of war Look at Plague Tales getting in there, man. Yeah. Like, man, dude, do I need to go play that? Like, I played the first one, and I don't think I beat the first one. And in, I'm the kind of person that's usually there day one, especially for, mm-hmm. I want to say, uh, Plague Tales Game Pass game. I'm usually there for that. But the fact that I wasn't is kind of concerning for that from, God of, from a game of the year standpoint. Because mm-hmm. I'm not missing any game of the years. Even when we, have, we played Takes Two last year, I played, I super played that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to check for that Requiem, man. I don't know. Play till it is, it's interesting. I've played, so I've played the first one and I'm halfway through Requiem right now. And I'll say this, like, just like you were talking about, like, like FirmSoft being games that are hard to recommend. To me, like, Plague Tale is so stealth based. It is really yes. hard to recommend unless yes, you really love man. stealth games. Very stealth focused. And that's probably why it's a, it's a turn off for me. I like games that give me options. Like, you know, your Metal Gear games, right? Yeah. You can come in, you can shoot everything, or you mm-hmm. can take a stealth approach. Uh, give me options, because sometimes I want to mix it up. It's not to say that I'll take one approach, but I don't like being forced to take one approach. So even when you're playing action games and they have the forced stealth period, you kind of just got to get through it so you can get back to the hacking and slashing or yeah. shooting stuff that you want to get to, you know? You're very right in the sense that Plague Tale is stealth, pretty much. It's a oh, stealth yeah. game. Yeah, it is like, <laughs> it is a, to me, like, um, when asked to describe Plague Tale, I describe it as a stealth puzzle game with very light action elements because I think yes. that's like the, yeah, because it is very puzzle focused, it's very stealth focused. And then they have like 20 to maybe 30% like pieces where like you really get to actually like mess somebody up. But I feel like those are like few and far between. What about Stray? You, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the Stray? I think Stray is a game. A- I played that for about, I'm about, I don't know what percentage I am through stray so i'm just gonna say the hours played mm. i probably put about 15 20 hours into it though i haven't beat it though i think stray is a magnificent game i think there are levels to this and i and i think it's the weakest out of like all the the nominees so to speak but Punching i do above think... its weight type situation oh yeah for sure for sure gotcha. it's like to put things in like a sports context i feel like it's that team that's going on a cinderella run so to speak yes or, yes absolutely yeah. they win a few games during a tournament or they're an underdog they win a couple mm-hmm. playoff games and people are celebrating just that yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm happy for them and i think this is the best cat game ever made but like i don't necessarily facts, know right yeah i don't necessarily know if like this is going to be like Oh, I remember when Stray was nominated for Game of the Year. That was snubbed because it didn't win. I don't think it's no one's going to think no, that. No, man, it'll be complete opposite. Lord forbid, as much as I like Stray, Lord forbid mm-hmm. it wins over God of War or Elden Ring. I'll oh, be like, it's going to be a ride. You guys have just got this wrong. Like, <laughs> so I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. But we got to see, man. You never know. It's going to be a ride if that happens. So let's talk about the topic of the show. We're talking, right. ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the sports games of the year. This episode, we're dedicating, we have two awards we're, we're really going to shout out today. We're going to talk about the most improved sports game of the year. This is where we're going to just hardcore focus on what game had another iteration, whether it be like years before or whether it be like every year, you know, whether it be like a yearly um, release date. And then we're going to talk about like which game is the sports game overall that's better than all the others. So the MVP award the Sports Game of the Year Award. Before we kick that off, though, Rich, what is your history with sports games? Man, as going back as far as, as gaming in general, I would say, where there's Double Dribble, Tecmo Bowl, people mm-hmm. remember games like these games. Those are the sports games I played. I played every iteration of sports game 
throughout the console cycles, I should say. Mm-hmm. So there, whether it's Nintendo, whether it's Super Nintendo, there was always a sports game I have, whether you go into like an NBA Jams or something like that in Super Nintendo days. 2K didn't really come in until 2K. It was NBA Live during the 90s, I want to say. It was NBA 90s, Live. early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Live, 2K uh, fell off, or Live fell off, I think. And I think the pivotal year for that was 2011. That's exactly 2011 right. mm-hmm. was a pivotal year. Because they had Michael Jordan on the cover, and then NBA, like EA decided they didn't even want to try that year. Like no. EA said, listen, we're not even going to try to match what's happening on that 2K cover. And 2K11 was amazing. Jordan was on the cover. And um, there was no reason for Live to release a game that year. But I do think that that was kind of them seeding because they've had lives after that. They've had yeah, lives they've in, had. Mm-hmm. in years that came after that. But I don't think they've ever gotten any closer to the 2K jogger not than no, no. Uh, Take Two has. No, but I mean, coincidentally, though, I do think there are there's like I want competition there because I don't want it to be just the 2K show. And I think competition breeds like the best, uh, you know, like iron sharpens iron, so to speak. So I want I want like an EA or another like even indie on the indie levels. I want like more competition for 2K and for Madden, for instance, you know, like I Mm -hmm. want more competition there. But I will say, like, I'm so hopeful about the NCAA like games, especially with. Yeah, especially with um, like, I really enjoyed the uh, March Madness games back in the day as well. Wow. As, yeah, so I was like, I it, I know it played very much like uh, NBA Live, but for, I feel for, like for it had part. a level of like underdogness to it at all times because you were always trying to you know rebuild like a or build up a program there. So I missed that college element in in like sports games. So I'm kind of excited it's coming back. Yeah, and I will. You know, when it comes to games, like, especially, it gets a little bit harder with Madden. Because mm-hmm. FIFA just, I think that EA didn't re-sign with FIFA. So that you're going to see more games come out. And I don't know when when or if we'll see another FIFA, just due to the fact that they didn't re-sign with them. The problem with Madden is that was an NFL decision. Because I have friends who were like, you know, you see those people. They pop mm-hmm. up all the time. 2005, that, that, that NFL 2005 was the best football game ever created. You, you get that a lot, right? Where people feel like that was a, because there was competition because it was 2K. People like that's the best football game ever created. And you show you go on YouTube, you still see some people playing it, and you're like, I mean, the problem is, is the NFL ultimately controls its license. I feel like a lot of times people are they're they're upset at EA to a certain degree, right? They feel like, hey, it should just be there should be more competition. There should be a situation where you have more NFL games. But the problem is with that is that the NFL didn't want that. NFL just looked at that as their NFL money getting cut into, like their Madden money getting cut into. So basically, if you're going to be a a serious competitor to a game like Madden, you're going to have to release something that's going to have to be amazing that convinces the NFL to actually allow that to happen. And I don't feel like they're incentivized to allow that to happen right now, only because... Mm -hmm. No, they're, they're doing, doing so, so well, well financially. And they're like, why why rock the boat with this up and coming game just because people want to do so? You're going to have that situation when it comes to any new NFL game. It's going to be amazing in order to remotely pull that off. Even the NCAA, right? Isn't that also EA? Yeah, I think the contract is EA. And I think they are able to also, you know, outsource that to an indie, indie team. But like, I don't think an indie studio has the budget to make that happen right now. To be How honest. would you, man? You talk about like that. You're up against a juggernaut like that because competition It's going to be competition. Right, Sebastian? Like if they decided to take that, take that route, you're going to be competing against a juggernaut that is Madden. And I just feel like you can, you can. It's like these other NFL leagues, right? You can. You can come out with an XFL. You can come out with an arena football league. You can do it. But yeah, um, but it's hard. Know. It is it's so hard because like it is one of those things to where like I don't you're right because like the, you already know what's going to be top dog. But right. I, yeah. But it's one of those things to where like you can still you can see people are still going to try like the XFL is still going to try this. The, the spring yes. football league is still going to try because there's mm-hmm. so much, you know, like it's almost like a trickle effect. There's like the better the whole industry does, like the money kind of trickles downhill. Even even the smaller studios get a, a little piece of the pie. And for them, that little piece of the pie is like a big, big, uh, you know, like a big, big budget or a big, big, you know, profit margin for them. So it's one of those things to where it'll be interesting to see what happens as all these licenses start to expire and like some of these other studios start to come into the mix as well. 
That's true. That's true. It should be interesting to see if they uh, can field a real competitor. Yeah. Let's dive into your like the sports games that you've been playing this year. So what have you been playing on the sports games front? Okay, so I've been playing oh, very little NHL. Mm-hmm. I have I'm, I'm the same. It. Very, but very little on the NHL side. Play FIFA. Playing FIFA more now, also that the World Cup is on. But the vast majority of my time, we're going to go to Madden, the show, and 2K. So, and you know what? That kind of goes in order of what I like. You know, because I'm a big basketball, football fan. I'm the same. Um, a baseball fan. I can't say big, but I'm still a baseball fan, though. Um, mm-hmm. And then it drops off dramatically from there for soccer. And I'm interested in soccer because, you know, Atlanta United's a good team. And this MLS team, a good team. I'm interested in the Premier League, some of the players they, they have in some of these better leagues around the world. So I'm interested in soccer, but just not to the same extent as basketball and football. And then hockey just... I don't even know if I know players even playing there. I just play just because <laughs> I like sports games. <laughs> I, I'm about the same way. Like your history and also your um the games you're interested in. I'm pretty much the same way. I've dabbled into the NHL games and I really did kind of I played the career mode. And, you know, I think while there are some missteps with the career mode, I do feel like it is one of the better, more underrated career modes in um sports games. I do I played NHL, I played the show from this year, FIFA from this year, Madden, and 2K. So amongst those, you know, I threw some indie, like I do have some indie games that I've also played, but... What have those been? Like the football manager kind of games. Interesting. Interesting. I I couldn't bite on it, Sebastian. I saw it, man. I can step over a line they, and actually do it, man. That was, that's a heavy lift. That's a heavy ass <laughs> for me right there. I'm going to end up playing Madden. <laughs> I understand completely because, like, it is one of those to where, like, I would almost argue it is it's a sports game, but it is very heavily simulation aspects mm-hmm. of it as well. So it's almost like the Sims meets sports. So Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it is very much to where, like, if you really, really mess with like the my GM modes or like the um, franchise modes, then you'll probably have a really good time with those. But if you're a person who really enjoys like the action more so than anything else, then the the um, management aspects, then those aren't going to be for you. And that's yeah, man. You leave me completely out of that, Sebastian. Like I don't wanna, like, <laughs> manage people's minutes and and manage the water boy water consumption on the sidelines and stuff. Like I don't want to be managed. You know, you dealing with the headaches of management. Isn't that the play the fun part anyway? Even if you were to ask a coach which which they prefer, they probably prefer to play. That <laughs> all the nuances. You're of not lying. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're not lying. That that's completely true, and I think that's. A lot of the, um, I think that's a lot of the battles those games have to like overcome because those like games really have to speak to a very select audience. That's true. That's yeah. true. And uh, shout out to even even being mentioned. You know what I mean? It's out here. It's, it got mentioned on the show. You know? Yeah, yeah. You got you got some <laughs> love. You got some love there. But there are some like I'm just looking over here. There are some really cool um sports games that I did play. I just to iterate for everyone to like. Me, let's, Reggie, let's define what we think is actually a sports game because, like, let's set the rules in place. Okay, set some parameters here. Okay. Yeah. So, anything that has like an adaptation on ESPN, I think, be considered a sports game, with the exception of pool. I don't think pool is actually a sport. Nah, man. Right. That's that's rough, man. Because you know, with all with all the esports, if we expand that, then we got to say League of Legends, and we got to start bringing out every. Exactly. If we start expanding that. It can go out to so far, you know, so I'm going to stick with that. too. I'm going to stick with with the things that we watch highlights of things that you might see on a Monday, Saturday, Sunday night. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that the billiards isn't on there, but that thing is like what ESPN seven, man. Like, no. where, where is that at? So and you know what? Shout out to the billiards, too. I used to watch that. So while I'm knocking it, I hey. I have watched a couple of billiards matches. And we, we're showing them. you some love here. I know we're not. <laughs> so here before we like continue, I think. Here's some sports that are classified as sports, but I don't think I'm going to count on this list just because of the the nature of the obscurity of how they're kind of quasi sports, so to speak. Okay. I hunting like hunting video games. I don't think they're going to make the list. Okay, I'm I'm good with that. Hunting All right, so good. hunting, I don't think it's going to make the list. Pool, I don't think is going to make the list. Poker, well, I you know I understand it's on ESPN. I don't necessarily classify that as a sport. 
And Yo, I think poker's got like its own network, man. I, there's like a poker for people who are really into poker. I think there's a poker network out there that you can get poker 24-7 if you're hey more power to y'all. Shout out to y'all. But like <laughs> so for the and then I think we have to define racing here because I think Interesting. That's, that's where things get a little like murky because I love I, me some Forza, man. That's an amazing, an amazing game is Forza. I love it. Love I do Forza. think Forza is a very good game, but I got to say like Forza Motorsport feel, is like the sport simulation side of the fence. For sure. Like, for sure. Versus Forza Horizon, Horizon which is, is like yeah. just out in the woods or desert or snow it's an arcade and all that game. other stuff. For sure. Which I yeah. do love the arcade race. I'm a sucker for those. Yeah. So I, I don't think the arcade racers count. So these are the ones I think should count. Like anything like Moto G should count because I think that's like that's real racing of motorcycles and such like that. I get that. Gran Turismo on here. Gran Turismo, I I would okay. put on the list. I would put right. Dirt Five, which you know it is like a real based you know like a real sport based on like dirt racing. Cricket, I'm gonna probably put on the list. Oh, Not gonna goodness. win any awards, but <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> but, that'll be your portion of the show to cover right there, man. I have speaking out of my behind when it comes to cricket. I don't even know the rules of cricket. I man, I was struggling in that game. I go <laughs> lot to you. I go lot to you. I was struggling. There's a in tennis game. game out there. What do you think about that? There's a tennis uh, game. Yeah, out match there. point. Match point. Okay. I was gonna bring it up later in the show. Match point is not gonna win any awards on my side of the fence, but it's not Me because. Either. It's not because I don't want to show love to tennis because I do think tennis is a fantastic sports game when done well. I do think this game has a lot of hurdles that it's not very pick up and play friendly to where yeah. like, you know, like you can pick up and play FIFA. Like you might struggle sure. a little bit, but you you can pick up and play that. Match point is a game to where like you really have to practice in order to win a match. What about PJ Tour? Uh, PGA Tour this year was was decent. I don't think it did anything that like stands out though. I don't think it had its career mode was the same as the Tiger Woods Tiger Woods career modes from back in the day. Like none of that's really changed. I don't think I don't think like the nature of the game has changed any. Honestly, I don't think it's graphical uh, like its visuals are even that that much more impressive than than the Tiger Woods or the Rory games were like a couple years ago. So I don't really. I don't think that game, while it is making little strides, I don't think it feels like a next-gen game yet. It's interesting because if I could introduce a, a new award real quick just for this game, it'd be the most disappointing award. Oh, and the I most disappointing right. award would mm-hmm. be PJ Tour for me, only because, for uh, just give some background, I really love the Tiger Woods games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiger fell out of favor, and EA wasn't really doing those games. Uh, they did that had the Roy McIlroy one in the PGA. I forgot what year that was. Um, mm-hmm. That was the last EA golf game I played. Then this company, the same company that did the 2K, are we on 21, 22 this year? Is, I'm trying to see if the PJ Tour goes a year ahead like Madden. I'm not sure if it's PJ Tour 23 or PJ Tour 22. I think 22 was the last one. If I'm Okay. So the company that did the other PGA Tour games got purchased. And they, they had a good game. It was like 21, I want to say. 21 or 20. 21 mm-hmm. or 20, they did another game before they were purchased by Take-Two. Take-Two bought them. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought, my hope was, because they did a pretty decent golf game before take, the Take-Two purchase. Yeah. So I was hoping that with the Take-Two money, plus the, because it was an indie game-ish, had a very indie game feel to it, but it, it was is. well done for an indie game. The problem is, is that I feel like we have the same thing now with Take-Two money. Like, we still have shades of an indie game here with this PGA Tour. <laughs> like... What is going on here? Like, and why is this game not better? I don't understand it. You know, you added the money. It's kind of like those, you know, in the music when you have the posse cuts. Like, yo, mm-hmm. let's add this artist. Let's add this artist. Let's add this artist. Let's throw them all in the same song. And the song is trash. And you're like, what how happened? Did this happen? <laughs> how did this happen? And that's how I feel about the PJ Tour to get my most disappointing award here because I was only because I was really looking forward to that. I can understand that. I can understand that. My most disappointing award might surprise you here. I think it's this year's version of FIFA. Get out. Really? I think For, this year's really? version of Versus, FIFA. So you're, you're a 22? You're you like 22 better? Or what, what I do. Is, I do think to... 22 did a lot better with his, como se dice, like the Voltro mode. Mm-hmm. The, you, you know, like it had elements to where like 
it almost like 22s felt almost like NBA street or like NFL street from back in the day. And where you can still play it as a single player and it wasn't as reliant on being you always being online. But this game, everything seems like it's always leaning on towards like you really need to be online. Like to play your last match, it has elements to where you really need to be online to play a game in Voltra. Um, you really need to be online. And it's like, in the 22 version, you can build your team. Like, they have that mode to where, like, it's almost like the street games where you would beat a team and you would pick, like, the best player that you wanted from that other team. Mm -hmm. And this version, they don't have that element because, like, you're always playing with other people online. It's just basically the um, the my team mode from, um, not the my team, but the the park mode from NBA 2K. Yes, yes. So. You see a lot of the same iterations of these modes too, where there is some my team mode, mm -hmm. my career mode, park mode. You see those same iterations in all the games. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. So I sort of miss that element of like, you had something as if you didn't want to play online or play like in it, play with other people online, you had like modes that you can fulfill other than the franchise mode, so to speak, other than yes. the my career mode. So. I think it's a huge step back from like the progress that they made in 22. So I think that's why it's my most disappointing. Interesting. Interesting. But I don't all the way disagree with that because I don't play it as much as I play 22. So. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Before we start with the most improved, though, I do want to give a quick shout out to a game that is not going to get any love anywhere else, probably. But it's an indie game called Windjammers 2. In, when Windjammers Jam 2. When when is that available on special? Where is Windjammers 2 is currently on Game Pass. And okay. this is how okay. I played it. So I think it's available on Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox and PC. But Windjammers 2 is a game that is you remember like the ice hockey tables from back in the day where mm -hmm. like you play Absolutely. in arcade? It's the yep. same exact concept to where you're trying to basically throw like a puck into the other side. But in Windjammers, they add a arcadey Street Fighter like art style to it, and you're playing with frisbee tosses. And that frisbee can actually like bounce off the sides of the table as well. Okay. And so, so you're you like angle shots on the goal and stuff. Yeah, like you that. can get angle shots. You can get like, and another thing that's like Street Fighter. You also have like anime style like power ups and such like that. So it's not nice. so it's not technically like a hardcore sports simulation game. It's more akin to like NBA or NFL Street or even Blitz, so to speak, to where it's like the cartoony style of like the cartoony style of um sports games. But I will say this game is very fun to play and. I'd lost like half a day without even like meaning to just playing this game. Playing Windjammers. I wind never jammers thought I would game. ever hear that sentence. So thank you. Thank you for telling me how big the world is here. Yeah. You just told me it's been half the day playing Windjammers. I never hear crazy. that in life. It is crazy because I do think like Windjammers 2 is such a, it is the little things that I missed about Blitz, like playing like those silly like sports games, but yes, absolutely. but where you still have like that sports element, but you still have like the anime or like the cartoony like elements to it. And we don't get a lot of those games. Like we no. haven't had a street game in years. We haven't had like both on the football or the football, basketball or the soccer side of the fence. So this kind of had a little bit of that element to it. But then another game I want to shout out really quick is Shredders. Shredders is a snowboarding game on Game Pass. Interesting. Interesting. It, I'm a sucker for snowboarding games, man. I think you'd like this one. The only thing I will say about it is like it has no story whatsoever. So if you're a person who's motivated by like some narrative to keep you going, you this ain't going to be for you. But like mm. as far as like if you're looking for something that's like not quite SSX because SSX was like very animated, kind of like yeah, very arcade well. type. It was. Mm -hmm. This is more akin to like that Sean White games from back in the day, or like the more sim games. based. Yeah, very much more sim based. So, if you're looking for something like that on Game Pass, that's another one. But we we talked about our shoutouts. What do you think is your most improved game for this year, as far as sports games? Most improved games, and, and it really surprised me, by the way, that you didn't mention Rocket League because so many people play Rocket League and they ah. have people who swear by that game, mm -hmm. and I cannot, for the life of me, get into it. I, but people, I, I have people dry. who swear by it though, who really love it. It's a little um, dry for me. I, I think Rocket League is a good game. That's also not for me. <laughs> right, right. I want to kind of go... Mm, so most improved, I'm going to go between the show... That's a good one. And Madden 23 only for one reason. 
Okay. Well, Madden well, 23 is amazing to me because of the intro of Field Pass. And I think that's what it's called. I'll have to look into it and see. Field Sense, maybe, is what I'm mm-hmm. looking for. Field Sense. Yeah. And it's what they introduced into this new Madden that makes everything a lot more dynamic on the mm-hmm. field. It's not as static. It's like I throw the ball, but the ball can now be tipped four or five. You never know what's going to happen. It makes it so much more like football sim. If you, anybody watches football, and this is why they call it any given Sunday. You just mm-hmm. don't know what's going to happen. Like records can be records, and you can have a bad team come in, and there could be an upset. Mm-hmm. So when you're playing Madden this year, one of the things I notice is that there is so much more things that are off script, like a real NFL game. Mm-hmm. You know, the tackle animations used to be predetermined on Madden. You know, you get the same tackle animations. You knew that if you hit a person at a certain point, they're going to go down. All that stuff now is different because everything's so much more dynamic. You don't really know what's going to happen in a game, you know? And I feel like that one addition right there to Madden is amazing. It's an amazing addition because it adds so much authenticity to the game in a sense of you just don't know what's going to happen. The show, I just like the show so much better than last year. I don't, I can't, there's not even one thing I can say. I like this about the show. I like that about the show. I just enjoyed the game more than I, than I enjoyed it last year. And I played a lot of the show this year. Like last year, I didn't play that much, man. Mm-hmm. I played a ton of the show this year. I played a ton of it. So which and one of the two you I judge? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Madden because I can point to what that change is. Okay. And it's a nuanced answer. It kind of sucks because mm-hmm. Madden. I play Madden every year. There's been no difference in play time with Madden, mm-hmm. even with that improvement that I told you, right? Mm-hmm. But the show, there has been an increase, significant increase this year in the show's play, in my playtime on the show versus my playtime on the show last year. And maybe that just has to do with the fact that I just love football, so I'm going to play whatever game comes out only for, for pure love of the sport. Yeah. So I would say, but because I can point to that one thing being added in Madden that's just really changed how I play Madden, I'm going to say Madden for that. It's not a popular answer because people love to hate on Madden. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> like, I think like your reasoning is spot on, but here's why I would lean towards most improved being mad in, in that case in scenario as well, because like you can also point out the improvements of Madden because not only is like the dynamic pass, uh, you know, where you can actually lead the, re- yes. lead the pass, lead the receiver. Yeah. Amazing. It's, it is like, it does change a lot of different things, but there's also the improvements towards the franchise mode to where like, yes, uh, yes. the franchise scouting overhaul yeah, for the for franchise sure. mode. For sure, the you fact think that sometimes they, that, too, that has to do with Sebastian, the fact that people that Madden's been so static for so mm-hmm. long, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That any addition now, we're like, oh my god, yes, this is what we've been asking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, you, you're not lying because, like, it is one of those things to where, like, I look at Madden and I was, I think, oh, this is the same old, same old meal I've been eating for about 13 years now. But like this yes. year, it feels like they added some salt and pepper to it. It's still the yes. same meal, but they added some seasoning to it. Perfect analogy. Like, I completely agree with you, but, like, to give love to MLB The Show this year, I do think it is a fantastic game. And like you, I played a lot more this year than I have any other year. I look at that game, and I just think to myself, like, it's hard to give it most improved because, like, it's still, like, last year was so polished. Like, the game was so polished. Yes, that's another thing, too, from where it mm -hmm. has to come from, right? From where it comes from, MLB is pretty solid. That's why I didn't put 2K on the list, because these games are... Pretty solid, and Madden's the one that lacks in these years, you know. Exactly, exactly. So, you you wouldn't be over with Madden because I came into this thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, I sort of think 2K might be my most improved game of the year. But then, like, 2K from last year, 2K is a good game. I've always have qualms with like the microtransactionness of 2K, yeah, and everybody like, does. Oh, yeah. everybody does. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But still a problem. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a major problem. <laughs> but like. I look at Madden and I think to myself, I'm like, you are making yourself closer to 2K in the right ways, like the franchise mode, like the fact that you added so much dynamic, like RPG-ness to the like the coaching, like the fact that you can unlock like coaching aspects in Madden mm-hmm. now, the fact that you can um like the scouting reports are now more, I guess you could say more fulfilled. They added more bulletin points of like a little more fleshed out. Oh for yeah, sure. for sure, very much more fleshed out. And then like. I look at Madden's gameplay and like they added a couple of elements on defense, but the passing on offense drastically changes the entire landscape of the game. Drastically. Drastically. I can't believe I didn't even mention that because that is a drastic change 
to things and just the authenticity, being able to lead pass, put passes where you want to put mm-hmm. them and all that other stuff, not have predetermined animations all the time. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that stuff all helps. So I feel a little bit more solid now about that that pick than I felt a second ago. Because I'm like, oh, I play so much more of the show, but the show has just always been a pretty good game. It's There's always good. That does and a I great think job with that. Yeah, you know, like, if we're giving a, like, award for consistency, it wins the award, you know, like, it's yes, the most consistent game year after year. Highly rated every year. Yeah, so I, I would have to agree with you. I think Madden um, 23 this year is the most improved sports game of the year. And, and like, shout out to Madden. Just don't stop the momentum. Like, do not yeah, just... keep doing stuff. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Ride the wave a little bit, man. Like, keep this momentum up because, like, you're on to something special. Like if you, even if you're stealing things from 2K as far as like how dynamic you're getting with like the scouting or like how like intricate you're getting with like the coaching element, keep stealing the right stuff because like we want to see this. We do. And you know, every game has stole the my team from because Ultimate Team was Madden mm-hmm. and every there's an Ultimate Team version in everything now. Yeah, right? for sure. So, so it's kind of like, hey, they used to kind of steal from each other. I totally agree with you. Take whatever you can from 2K that's going to make Madden better. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So before we get to the the sports game of the year, though, I got to ask you, is there a sports game that kind of, like, stood out to you as far as, like, I wish I could, like, dedicate more time to this game? Like, if I had more time, this this would be the game I'd be playing. It's an interesting question, man. It's an interesting question because maybe it would be, maybe Gran Turismo in that sense. Um, oh, man. I played a little bit of GT when it first mm-hmm. came out. Very polished. Now, anybody knows about GT and, and Sony? They roll out the big guns for GT, man. Like mm-hmm. GT is has the quality of it is is amazing. Every year, you could tell they spent money on this franchise. The production value—that's what we're looking for. Production value is always through the roof with GT, and it's no different this year. I just haven't had enough time. It hasn't like a more of a Forza type of guy mm-hmm. as far as my arcade racing the the fact that everything's so open i can kind of go anywhere that's more for me than gt so i've played way more forza than i have gt this year i was gonna ask you like do you like just pound for pound what, what is the best sports uh, like the ra- best racing game on the planet to you right now it's gonna say forza forza i think so too for, forza is just an amazing game man it's amazing mm-hmm. so there's a game so sometimes i can put it's kind of like God of, God of War and Elden Ring. Sometimes I can talk about gaming, I can talk about preference. Mm-hmm. But another thing I like to tell people is when a game is just a great game. Oh, this yeah. is a great video game. And Forza is just a great game. Great I, game, I do think game. it's the best racer on the face of the planet right now. And the, the crazy thing is, like, just like you were talking about with God of War and Elden Ring earlier in the episode where you were like, this is so far ahead of like the field for like the rest yes. of the gaming years. I'm starting to feel that close, way with Forza. Right? Like really I'm, from GT too. So you, you're seeing I, clear separation from GT. I think the pick up and play element of Forza and the fact that you know, like yes, regardless no, no, of who walks close. into my house, I can just hand them the controller and say, "Go drive," and it yes. makes sense. Versus GT is like they really have to learn the elements of the car, like the drift and all that kind of stuff. It's very technical. It's a sim, and I think that mm-hmm. you know what? If I could have that caveat when I was recommending these two games, are you really into cars? If you're really mm-hmm. into cars, you're gonna love GT. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna love Grand Turismo. It's a love. It's a love letter to cars and automobiles. If you love, if you are really into cars, if you just want to race, Forza is like killing it. Like it's Forza, <laughs> destroy, destroying it because the pickup and go nature of arcade racing in general. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Here's what I will say though, like. You know, this is going off topic before we start our game of the year, uh, like sports game of the year discussion. But like, I worry about Forza more so because like they're starting to introduce like microtransactions a lot more heavy in this. Yeah, uh, man. You know, this iteration. Yes. Yeah. It so makes me feel like it's going to be rearing their ugly head, man. Like it, it can get there. It can get there. And I understand I'm not a person that's so hard on microtransactions as long as I get what I pay for. Mm-hmm. If I can pick up a game and play it a lot, I'm not going to say, well, I played this game for. 200 hours but the microtransactions like you know mm-hmm. th- that's you've achieved after you played a game for x amount of hours you got yeah, that amount sure. of, out, out of it right so that's kind of how i feel about 2k and i kind of feel the same way about forza i don't know if it would make me stop playing forza 
but it definitely takes some of the polish off of it. When, it like, does. You're just kind of begging for money all the time. It does. <laughs> it, it's like a meal you still love to eat, but it's like the meal keeps getting more expensive and right, charging you for the sides now. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm really wondering, you know, what, what the future of Force is going to be like, because I love the game. I think it's the most polished and the most pick up and play friendly racer on the planet. But you know, I do kind of see a little trend happening. But before, like, sure. so let's dive into the game of the year conversation. All let's, right. Let's talk about that. What is your game, sports game of the year for 2022? Now, this is with a heavy heart here because okay. I, I just finished talking about Madden, how much I love Madden, all mm-hmm. of this stuff. Here's the thing. And if all things are equal, if a person says, I love Madden and I love 2K, and I love basketball. I love football and I love basketball equally. Okay. I love them both equally. Which game would you recommend to me? Because there's caveats to this. And I'll go through those in a second. The game I'm going to recommend is going to be 2K. Oh, easily. Because 2K is just so amazing all the time. Just from the pure amount of content, the errors. I haven't even gotten into like the Jordan challenges and all that stuff. Oh, they give goodness. you 2K gives you so much for a basketball lover. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the Gran Turismo of basketball, right? If you're a basketball lover, 2K is going to give you a lot. Like, mm-hmm. one of the biggest differences between 2K and Madden that I don't understand for the life of me why Madden has not done is when you're going through your franchises, you can choose the 86 Bulls. Mm-hmm. You can't choose the 85 Bears. No. What is Madden doing? Like, what are you doing? 2K has been able to do this for years. What are you doing? Why can't I not choose Ditka and get Ditka? And you know, the crazy thing is, too, the characters are already here because you're in ultimate team. I got Walter Payton as my running back. I'm ultimate team currently. Mm-hmm. Why can't we get an iteration of this in the franchise mode that you can choose legendary teams or throwback oh, sure. teams and stuff like that? They're already in the game in another mode on the game. So for that alone, I would have to give decent separation between Madden and 2K. And my caveat to these games is when I'm recommending them to people, I just have to know, Sebastian, like, what sports are you into? Like, what sports are you into? You have to be into sports, like, equally. Like, I'll tell you the show. The show, I feel like, is every bit the game that 2K is. Oh, you yeah. can choose. The show is amazing. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is I just like basketball more. You know I what understand. I mean? I so I'm going to choose 2K for that reason, but I would still recommend good gaming. Where that goes the opposite direction is a game like the PGA Tour. You can love golfing, but if you tell me you love golfing, it's not even holding water for the show or 2K mm-hmm. or Madden. You know what I mean? Just as a video game, it's just not great. So it's kind of like, it's hard for me, even if you were a golf fan, to recommend that game. When it comes to though, however, guys, if you're a baseball fan, NHL was okay. I didn't get a chance to deep dive into all of the features, but it was good enough to play. If I didn't get the same feeling playing NHL as I got playing the PGA. When yeah. I played PGA, yeah. I was like, what's even going on here? Mm-hmm. Versus NHL, a uh, very approachable game. I'm just not into hockey. But all these games, the show, NHL, NBA 2K, Madden, and even FIFA, I will go, are games you should play if you like the sports. Oh, yeah. These games are all worth a play. But for me, it's going to be uh, 2K. Man, I'm right there with you. No surprise here. As a big basketball fan myself, I think 2K is the best sports game on the face of the planet right now. I don't... Been that way for a, for a few years, oh, in my yeah, opinion, for sure. man. For sure. And I I don't actually think the margin is very close, but I do think I do think a runner up is the show because I do think the show is very polished. I just think the show is also, like you said, very niche, though. Like you really have to be into baseball to really get into the show versus I see mainline gamers, people who don't normally like play sports games, play NBA like NBA feels more mainstream. It feels more friendly to play. It's also like as elements that it's easier to kind of understand. I get it, you know, like hit the ball, then run around the bases or hit the home run. But there's so many levels of learning, like how to actually play MLB, like how to actually like do the fielding options and such like that. Like that is not very pick up and play friendly. And I'm not saying everything needs to be uh, like, I think, you know, if you're into like these games, they need to be nuanced because like if you are really into them, it it rewards you being, you know, like a dedicated player. But, like, I do think, like, NBA 2K is, like, if you have friends over, like, those friends can easily pick up and, like, understand, okay, like, this is how I shoot and this is how I defend someone. We can easily play, like, four games, you know, like, really quick. But as a single player, though, like, I think NBA 2K has everything, everything you can want. 
It has a career mode that, exactly. you know, for better There's or for so worse. So many different ways to play. Oh, yeah, for sure. It has a career mode for better or for worse is the probably the best career mode in all those, in all those sports games. And it's kind of like the the benchmark for a career mode, to oh, be yeah. honest with you, when I think about it a lot. People say my career, and even though it's funny, because Madden EA came up with a lot of these things to oh, pitch for getting sure. better. For sure. <laughs> You're not lying. You're not lying. Sometimes it's not about being first. It's about being the one who really made it stand out. So, yeah, you're not lying. And it's just the, like, I really got to shout out NBA 2K's, like, My Eras edition yes. that they did this year. Phenomenal. Great, great edition. I turn it off and on. I don't play with it all the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm a guy who loves the options. With sports games, especially a sports gamer like me, I play my sports games more throughout the year than any other game I play that's story-based mm-hmm. because they stay around all year. So mm-hmm. uh, story-based games, I get through the story. And then like like Elden Ring, I put in a tremendous amount of hours on. 218 hours on Elden Ring this Most year. played game this year almost, isn't it? Yes. And what's going to end up happening, though, is I'm going to end up putting about a little over 200 on 2K. Because mm-hmm. I play 2K year-round. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, every day when I get off work, I might not play a story-based game because I don't want to be mental. I just want to just kind of chill, game, relax. zombie game type, mm-hmm. type. You know what I mean? And sports games lend themselves to that. Like, just jump on, play a couple matches real quick. Jump on, play a match, man. I played Madden before we jumped on here. Like, let me jump on and get a quick game in real quick. You know I'll what I mean? 2K. So, <laughs> I'll play yeah, 2K. So I'll so play I get these it. games. Like, I'll play these games throughout the year. So, I'm going to have a lot of hours on these games. I definitely believe that 2K... I think you've kind of convinced me of more distance between 2K and Madden than I probably thought. I don't think they're close anymore because, like, I think based on the range of, like, nuances as far as, like, the difference of levels between, like, in NBA 2K, you have, I'm going to say, 144 players that are all different players. And Madden, you might have 60 player types that are different, but a lot of those are yeah. repeating types. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, I think they try to utilize the helmet and, and the fact that you can't really see the character because mm-hmm. 2K, you, you're forced to, right? You can't yeah. send LeBron James out there looking like Jason Tatum. Like no. you're going to have, you're going to be forced to differentiate those character models. But when it comes to games like Madden, where there's helmets and stuff like that, I do feel like this year is better in that sense, but you never know if it's better for everyone or just the stars. You know what I mean? Just the mm-hmm. players that you know for sure that you're going to be playing with all the time, like your Tom Brady's of the world, your Patrick Mahomes of the world. Like, you know, they're going to nail their character models. But if you, your other guy, your eighth, your linesman, you know, your left guard, you don't really know the guy. If he's not a popular left guard, he's no. just be a body type. <laughs> no, for, for sure, for sure. And then, like, you also get to the point to where, like, they have the skills and the, like, the animations for those specific players, like, they have animation for Claypool, for example, like Jordan Poole. I mean, I said Claypool, but Jordan Poole on NBA 2K. And he's not necessarily a mainline player in the game. That's not You're not playing a game like, oh, man, I'm going to like score 60 points with this guy today. Like That is not like your objective when you pick Golden State. Like, sure. you know, you're always leaning towards Clay, Steph, or even Draymond is like, those are the staples of the team. But like, they have animations for like Jordan Poole. They have animations for... Jalen Brunson, you know, like the interesting. It is the small nuanced differences of like how every player has their own like standout animations, or every player kind of has like their different, I guess you could say, not only like attributes because Madden also has an attribute side, but they have their little things to where like Jalen Brunson, instead of like running along the three point line on a fast break, he sort of cuts in and then dips back out. Just like he I does love in real that, life. man. I love that. I love the popping back out to three point for that mm-hmm. for that perimeter shot, and that takes just just time, I guess, from two K just doing this for so long, right? Mm-hmm. And nailing those little nuances and mannerisms, you know. Yeah, it is, amazing. and yeah, and it's the thing. I'm like, Madden's been doing it just as long, if not longer, though, because like, yes, yeah. So Madden doesn't have that excuse. It's just Madden. It's complacency been, for Madden, man. Like it is. that's that's what it seems like baked in. And there's definitely years that I do like. Like I think it was 21, or there's definitely years of Madden where I say I like this year when this mm-hmm. thing was introduced. And I will definitely say I hope they keep the field sense and the passing and all that stuff the same because that's an amazing change. This oh yeah, made for sure. Play the game so enjoy playing the game so much more. That being said, it still has a ways to catch 2K. Like, and I think even just starting with the legendary teams. Can we just start with something that 2K's had for years? Like, can we start with oh, something yeah. that 2K's had for like a decade and just be able to pick a team that's a legendary team? Like, you know, you don't even have to have every legendary team. Just pick the Super Bowl teams if you want to. Like, you know, you just, exactly. just have those. <laughs> exactly. But I will say this, like, and, and part of the reason why I'm going to give 
in a, like NBA 2K, like the the dub for the best sports game of the year this year. That the My Eras mode is a mode amazing. that I think all sports games should copy going forward. Yes, amazing, like, amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah, fo- like NBA, like NBA, they're actually like showing legacy there. They're actually showing the history there, and you can adapt and kind of change that history and the record keeping. Like. Say you say like you know like MJ didn't like in my my like my era mode like MJ didn't manage to do his sixty three point game in that like so he didn't hold the franchise record but I had a like just a generic like draft class and a random guy still holds the record like twenty years later instead of MJ for like most career points for the Bulls in a playoff game it's the way that he keeps his records as well like for it each individual. with the immersion for sure right oh yeah for each individual not only like overall but for each individual team as well so i'm like madden just doesn't have that and i'm like nhl has elements of it you know mlb the show has elements of it but nobody sure. has like that record keeping aspect like nba 2k so i'm like i don't know there seems like there's a widening gap between that like all the rest of the sports games to me. Do you feel like that gap's being closed at all? Because I feel like mm-hmm. Madden is trying to close some of the gaps because they did close it because a lot of people were off on the, on the microtransactions, which some people feel like 2K stepped up with. Yeah. 2Ks, but they uh, pedaled to the metal from a microtransaction standpoint for 2K. And they don't seem to be letting up at all. And I think that's opportunity for Madden. But I do think that if you, because they're just so different games, you know, mm-hmm. either one's football, one's basketball. There's enough room for both to shine and Madden just needs to bite some of the 2K situation. Like you just need to at least copy some of what's going on with 2K. I mean, these companies don't mind copying you. I feel like Madden should at least copy them and maybe we get better iteration of, uh, of football here. At least is what I'm hoping for. I'm right there with you. Like, I think like success breeds, you know, copies, so to speak, like we copy all, a lot of the successful things in life in general. So like, I don't have a problem with them taking elements from like 2K. And I, I do think there is like, to answer your question, I do think there is a closing of the gap, so to speak. But I, what worries me though, is like, I don't know when that gap is going to like get smaller though. I don't know like when significantly, it, like it's just a small close, what you're saying, but yeah, not, for sure. Still and, far. and yeah. And then like, is 2K going to keep like adding iterations and like keep, revolutionizing their own games because if they do that yeah, widening the gap yeah for sure <laughs> like and that's the thing because a lot of people have those like 2k feels the same every year as well they i think it's the, the same sports game argument but like 2k this year did not feel the same in a lot of ways like 2k 22 was a heavy shooter game it was like if you had to like score the three-pointer or else you really couldn't play that game very well like this game is a lot of nuances with like the post a lot of like they gave a lot of power back into your driving mechanics, like the way you can dr- actually drive the ball. It's the, and then they added my arrows. They added like the elements, uh, like those kind of like really gameplay, like game mechanics that really like stand out in like sports games. So I don't know. Like, I don't know what the next era of sports games look like, to be honest. But I no, don't that's a good, good point uh, with that because 2K is uh, one of the things about 2K is that. It's to be nuanced too. Like the 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 game feels good. Like so, what mm-hmm. happens is, is like if you're just a basketball fan, this is where you got to be a kind of more of a hardcore basketball fan to kind of notice these things. Mm-hmm. And that's like the subtleties. And you brought it one up with Jalen Brunson, but it's just the subtleties, man. It's the subtleties of going to the basket. It's the subtleties of getting fouled. It's, it's how the the pass. Uh, you've been able to complete. I've been able to complete way more passes that last year. I was pass intercepted. I'm trying to pass it inside, intercepted all the time. <laughs> But now I see if I can get more passes in there that are a little more realistic to how close they are in real mm-hmm. life. Because a lot of times those passes aren't wide open in no. in the actual game. You know, they're they're pretty close. So I think that if 2K continues to innovate, even at its current level, right? And Madden mm-hmm. keeps innovating at its current level, it's gonna be hard because Madden is gonna take a home run swing to oh, take yeah. a chunk out of that distance that it has now between 2K and itself. But do and you I think they are motivated like, to do? Uh, do you think I don't they think are motivated because- to do it? They got like they're going to be split in between like what they're doing with the college, the NCAA mm-hmm. part as well. So I don't necessarily know where that innovation is going to like come in. I feel like a lot of that manpower is going to be devoted towards the NCAA side. Well, I don't mean to like sound like a broken or, or be like a broken clock or repeating myself over and over again. It's kind of like 
we'll start with like legendary teams because mm-hmm. it's already in the game. Like you're already, <laughs> it's already in ultimate teams. Move that over to franchise. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> just move. You have the player models. You don't have to do any more shooting for it. There's nothing else you have to do, but move them over to another franchise mode. Move them over to the play now mode. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. these are things that, that in my opinion are easier to look at what 2K does, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can play from any generation and play any generation versus any generation when I'm playing online with my friends or not. Madden, you're pretty much stuck with the current iteration of the 32. Like, you don't mm-hmm. even get back three, four, five years. You got the current iteration of the 32 teams is what you're stuck with. So, little stuff, Sebastian. Like, baby steps. You don't necessarily need to hire a whole other team to put together something like that. But I do think that you should be playing 2K. If, if, I'm in, if I worked at EA and I worked specifically in this particular portion of the company, every time I play 2K, I'd be taking notes. Oh, for this sure. This is what I'm going to take. This is what I'm going to take. This is what I'm going to take. And those few things, you don't have to start heavy, but I think starting, you had a right move in the right direction this year already. Mm-hmm. I think just starting with baby steps of iterating a little bit more of what 2K is doing will go a long way because football is a very popular sport. And I don't think Madden is going to have to do a lot, to be honest with you. Madden does a few things like 2K. People are going to rejoice. They're going to be very happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we gave our most improved award. We also gave our you know, MVP award. I got two questions before we go. One of them is a prediction question. So, predict to me, who's making the Super Bowl this year? Hmm. It's difficult. NFC, AFC, who you got? It's it's difficult. It's hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs when they're playing like they played Mm -hmm. and they've been there. So, the thing is about football is a lot of times when, whether this is an incredible quarterback or an incredible player on a team, we went for years in this country with it being Manning, Breeze, Brady, we always saw these same people. No matter how exciting the other players looked, right? Mm-hmm. It could be this team, and it was Saxonville one year, and it could be them, it could be this team. Same guys. Yeah, over and over again. <laughs> same over. guys. You're going to see the same guys over and over again. So Patrick Mahomes has become one of those guys, where he's become one of the same guys. You're going to see the same guys over and over again. Josh Allen is kind of nipping at that mm-hmm. right now. He's making some crazy mistakes as of late. He's but, not there um, yet. He's not there. He's nipping at it, right? Mm-hmm. He's not as polished because Patrick Mahomes is just a different planet. So I see a, if I could just throw it out there because the Eagles just look so, the Eagles look unbeatable right now. I love Darius Slay on the on the defensive side of that ball too. I would say if I had to, I would say Eagles Chiefs right now, if I had to say right now, but there's just so many, like it could it's be Packers. Cowboys, yes. Vikings. There could be so many teams on that NFC side. Mm-hmm. AFC, I really feel like it is a two-person race between the Bills and the Chiefs, Chiefs like, on yeah. the AFC side. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just seem way better than the other teams, like more distance between them. Disappointing mm-hmm. what the Chargers are doing this year. I really thought that they were going to be a lot better than what they have been. I love Herbert. I love Eckler. Injuries, yeah, I love have, injuries are taking them Yes, battle. it killed them, right? Mm-hmm. And I really felt they had a good team. Cowboys, the thing about the Cowboys is the Cowboys are, are, can be decent, good every year, but they just disappoint at some yeah. point. And if you're a Cowboys fan, I can understand it just waiting for the disappointment. Like, you know, you're... you're <laughs> Hoping they're going to look great during the year, right? And then there's going to be disappointment sometime down the line. So the Cowboys have to get over that impending disappointment that people mm-hmm. tend to have about them, knowing it's coming at some week. But I will go I will go over those teams. Eagles and let's go Chiefs. Okay. I'm going to be happy an Eagles fan if, if that happens. So It's a great year. Great year to be Eagles fan. Yeah, you for sure. For sure. But the last prediction question, NBA Finals. Who's the two teams you got in it? This is harder. Much harder. Oh, yeah, for sure. But only because the same example that I would use of having the same teams, NBA is very good Mm -hmm. for that. Having a team go on a five, six year run where you see them, if they're not every year or every other year, you'll see the same teams in the in the finals. Uh, LeBron went like, I think, 10, 15 times straight. He he was Mm -hmm. just in the finals or definitely in the playoffs every year, but seemingly in the finals every other year, if not every single year, you know, especially when he was in the East. So Um, you think Boston's now becoming one of those teams? Um. I think Boston fits it from a, if you're looking at the NBA, kind of how things tend to go. Because mm-hmm. in the NBA, things tend to go like this. You'll have a team, they're kind of up and coming. Maybe they're young. They get knocked out the playoffs. Next year, they get a little bit further in the playoffs. You know, and maybe they knock off a team that they couldn't deal with before. The next year, now maybe they're in the conference finals mm-hmm. now, you know, and they're but they still can't get over the hump. Next year, they're in the finals. Maybe they win, maybe they lose. But Boston's very much on that trajectory. Yeah. Getting right to the door. The Bucks look unbeatable right now. Uh, the Bucks are my pick. 
bailing out Chris Middleton mm-hmm. and they're destroying teams. And Giannis isn't even playing like top Giannis. He's not yeah. playing like Giga Giannis. He's like mm-hmm. just Giannis <laughs> right now. You know what I mean? And um, they're still winning games. So when you see stuff like that happening, because I do believe in organizations, I believed in the Spurs when they had that going for them. Mm-hmm. I believe in winning organizations. And Bucks are really turning into a winning organization right now. The so, West is hard, though. The West is very hard because are you really convinced that the Jazz, at the time of the recording, when the Jazz are at, near the top, when there's no. supposed to be in a rebuild year, are no. you really convinced of that? No. Um, when you see, at the time of the recording, Golden State just played the Jazz and Golden State beat them. Golden State is that sleeping giant that you mm-hmm. look at. Like, don't let them come on, man. Don't let them get to, like, March and they go on a run mm-hmm. from March on. Because now be that's not the team you don't want to see. You don't mm-hmm. want to see that team actually discover that they're good. So it's a little bit difficult. It's hard to pick against Golden State for that reason, only because you never know when they can turn that on yeah. and be that team, especially because they do have pool. Draymond has regressed, in my opinion. Plays took some regression as well, but you still got to go out there and guard them. You can't leave them. No, you know sure what not. I mean? So uh, maybe I say Golden State because the Lakers just look abysmal. The Lakers don't have it, man. The Lakers, for all my Lakers fans out there, they don't have it. Because they just don't have it. Like, they don't have the personnel to deal with some no. of the better teams at the top. You know what I mean? I think we're going to get a rematch from two years ago where we got Phoenix and the Milwaukee. Really? Really yeah. like Phoenix, huh? I don't necessarily like Phoenix because I've never believed in... Um, I've never believed in some of the aspects. And I do think, like, dissension is going to happen with DeAndre Aiden sooner or later, but... It looks like it's already happening, man. He's mm-hmm. been up and down. Up and down mm-hmm. here for this guy. And some people are like, he won't ever be the same until he's traded. Like, you hear a lot of that out there. Like, I feel like he just get, he's just not going to become primetime Aiden until he's not on that team. And I, that can mess up team chemistry. So, I, I definitely see that. But any of those teams, I can see any of those teams making it, man. Phoenix, Jazz, I'm just not convinced I'm not right sold now. on that. Like, I, it's going to take a little bit more for me to be convinced. The Jazz I'm not sold really, on like, Denver either yet, so... Denver, too, because you, you need more than Jokic and Murray can't stay healthy. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to need two to three guys. That's just what the NBA has been. Mm-hmm. If you got one guy, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care if it's Michael Jordan. It is not working. It's never worked in the NBA. You're going to need two to three guys on your team. And who were the two to three guys on Denver? It's Jokic and everybody else. That's Murray, when he it. plays, right? When he plays. But you don't. You can't have a guy in and out of the lineup that's going to be your second guy. It needs to be a Steph Clay situation where you just know for sure that that second guy is going to be there all the time. Man. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Guy. I'm right there with you. It'd be interesting to see what happens. So it's been fun talking to you. But before you go, Absolutely. where can the good Amazing, people find man. you? Uh, check me out. Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Regin ATL, Just a Stats, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. I got to get back on my social media game because it's horrible. I had a <laughs> conversation. I actually, did a, I actually did a show about how horrible social, because I'm not a social media guy. Mm-hmm. It's difficult for me to get on to like Twitter or something and to have discussions with strangers. Like mm-hmm. I can talk to you because we've had other previous conversations. Yeah. So I've been able to establish that there is some kind of like intelligence intellect of, mm-hmm. of some sort. You know what I mean? When you are talking to a random person online, that person can be six years old. Like you don't even know who you're talking <laughs> to, you know what I mean? And you can be a complete grown man, passionate argument with a 10 year old on there. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, Without knowing that a lot of times, and it takes time to get to know that, it's not like you can do that with like a million people on social media. Yeah. It's harder for me to enter these conversations, but people have given me suggestions who have large social media followings, have given me suggestions, kind of getting into like certain groups where people talk about very specific things. So then Mm -hmm. I can kind of just go back and forth on the specifics, you know? Yeah, for sure. But I do have an Instagram out there. I think it's Reginate Tail, but it's horrible. I haven't been on it in forever. So if you're a kind of people who looks for like updates, I don't know when they're coming, but I did promise another one of my co-hosts I'm going to work on that. So I'll probably see more of me on those channels, but definitely catch me on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Sounds good. Sounds good. Rich, it's been great having you on the show, man. It's been Yeah, amazing, amazing man. Amazing. We'll get, come back. We got to talk about that after the game of the year. We got to be back, man. Oh, discuss yeah. It. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. We're definitely, I'm definitely going to keep you in mind because we're definitely going to have to have that game of the year talk, man. We're going to have to have the reaction. Yes, absolutely, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's been real. I will definitely catch you in the next one. Peace. All right, man. Appreciate you having me. That's a wrap for today's episode. I want to give a special shout out to Reggie for being on the show today. I also want to remind you that if you want me or my community of gamers to give you feedback on your backlog list, then join us in the single player experience discord server. Once you're in, feel free to share your backlog list or just talk about good single player game experiences that you had lately. 
The link to join the free single player experience Discord server is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I mean it. Just thank you so much. Everyone stay safe, keep gaming, and I'll see you next time. Peace.